there's another up. <laughs> Great. Good and start. That's a wrap. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I'm Justin Martindale, and we have a fun, fun episode for you today. I want to kick things off. Like, we have so much to talk about, but I want to kick things off with one of my dear friends who um, I have gladly passed the viral torch to. Oh. Um you know him from the Sorted Live series. You know him from the People's Couch on Bravo. And recently, all over the damn world. Yeah, going yeah. with it. Uh, it's Emerson Collins. Um, how are you? Oh, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I know. Thank you so much for coming in. On I know you're slammed. It's really, really busy. And the press is hounding you. They are everywhere. And I get that. You know, it's, it's really a struggle. I understand the pain that you have been through mm -hmm. so, so, so many, many times now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had it with Meghan McCain. <laughs> I've had it with... Who hasn't had it with Meghan McCain? I mean, she came after me. I came after her. We. She now follows me. Oh. On, she, she follows me again. You know, some people like the, like, the hate love. She, it's a masochistic behavior, that uh -huh. Megan McCain. Uh -huh. She likes to whip you, then run away, and uh -huh. then whip again. And apparently, you're a sadist. That's what I do to Jeff Lewis, apparently. When, uh, oh, when, uh, oh, when oh, I, oh like... yes. You, when, when you accosted him for an hour <laughs> and pounded him repeatedly oh in God, the chest. Oh, my God, don't say pounded him repeatedly. In the chest. In okay. the chest. God. Which is Jesus. weird, like right in the sternum. We haven't even been on for like two minutes, and you're saying I pounded somebody it's fine. repeatedly. Your love language is abuse. Mm -mm. We're getting through it. It is not. But we have a um, let's get back into it. We had a fun weekend. We went to drag the musical yes. last Thursday, yes. uh, which was uh, fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I mean, starring our good friends like Jackie Cox, Jan, Nick Adams, drag queens and a musical. Yes. It was like What's uh, not to love? Alaska. Yes. And it was in the bourbon room and it was way fun. Packed house. Pink carpet. Yes. Uh, we were definitely maybe the. Are you about to say what I think you're going to say? What do you think I'm going to say? The 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 oldest gays in the room? Probably so. We were not. I saw someone with a walker. I mean, it was he mine. He was 48. <laughs> like, it's fine. It's for the children. It is for the children. But it was way fun. It was. The music uh, was truly incredible. The vocals really are fantastic. And that is a limited run here in Hollywood at the Bourbon Room. So go get your tickets to that and support live theater. Um, Unfortunately, and, Justin will not be in the lobby abusing Jeff Lewis you at your what? performance. Only select dates. And you know what? I He said something on his show uh -huh. that I did not know that I was aware of. And oh. maybe you, since we've been friends for years. It's fine. We graduated from college together in 2015. This is okay. Yes. This is a great year. Um, so high def. he said that I do this where if I am talking to someone uh -huh. and a song comes on that I'm familiar with, I will dance. Yes. Then walk away, dance by myself and then go back into said conversation and start up conversation. Do I do that? That is correct. Uh, now, <laughs> having attended the Justin Martindale safari more than once, <laughs> the safari, <laughs> I've been a viewer in the wild, mm -hmm. watching through the fronds. Mm -hmm. uh, I did watch you were fully in a conversation with Jeff Lewis. Then you would get caught up in the music and be like, "Oh wait, hold please." <laughs> mm -hmm. So anyway, I really want to be on your podcast. I really love your show. Bam, fist to the chest. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, it's great. I mean, that's how <sighs> I got booked here, right? Yes. Just I, pounding just, you in the chest just repeatedly. Just hit him uh -huh. hard. It's fine. Um, yes. And then uh, last night we went to the rap party for Huluween Dragstravaganza. Huluween Dragstravaganza. Which okay. came out on Saturday at yes. midnight. Yes. I watched it on Saturday afternoon and as a lifelong friend, mm -hmm. it was so great. Thanks. It's genuinely great. You that should be fun. so proud of this. Look, I am. I, I am. realize like it's your podcast. You can do all the promotion you need. Uh, but genuinely, you should be so proud. It was really impressive. If you enjoy drag, it's like an infomercial for Hulu Halloween. Yes. But it is hysterically done the ghoul talk sketch uh, that was my i was, was my baby guffawing throughout it's so fun that was and my I little can't baby get the song out of my head and we went last night to el Cid and they had it screening and everyone was singing along yes. and i'm sitting next to ginger minge and we were just laughing and it was a really nice uh moment jackie beat thanked the entire Cast and crew and name by name. Team. name by name, name by did name, did a number. Yep. I got an award. You did. Did you keep the trophy? I got the trophy. Because she said it was a loner. I took it. Wait, you can't you... give me something and say, I need that back. Did you tell the people what the trophy is for? Oh, no. It, so it I just... got, <laughs> I won the best artist uh -huh. award. <laughs> That's what it says. And if you didn't, if you've seen it, I have a cameo in it. I am the voice of the television as well. Yes. And, but important. I was the, the part of the uh, homicidal Australian. Serving your best, like, sexy face. Trying my damnedest. I don't speak Australian and can't. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can. I can try it. Is oh, that all right? Yes, yes. I don't know. Come on, Drag Race Down Under. I mean, that's it. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got an award. I appreciate that it was for best artist. <laughs> like, I like a generic award. You know, I don't identify as an actress, as a producer, as a... I identify just as artist. Oh, Mm -hmm. So ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. But it was all encompassing. Fun. All encompassing. Uh, it was also a hilarious mix of like the dancers and their like ka -ka 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 fun friends and then like middle aged homosexuals. What? Sitting in I don't a know booth. what you're talking about. And then like the Hulu straights who were yeah. just really excited to be the there. The Hulu straights were like, we're allies. This is for everyone. We did this for you. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly for us. Yes. And yeah, it was definitely like a lot of like the. Like during the dancing part, you could tell who the dancers were because yes. dancers love to say A. A. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, like, you know. it's just like, A. I mean, the rest of the alphabet is redundant. A. Yeah. And so that's what they did. Hey, you get it. So, like, we would look, we're like, what is going on? Oh, dancers. That's yep. it. Uh huh. Got it. Also, watching Mohart rap along with their rap in the oh video. Yeah. I was like, I could, the floor show was fantastic. I know. And that jacket. Uh. Uh, uh, and I said, did you make this jacket? And Mo's like, no, I didn't. I didn't make the jacket. I, I embellished it. I oh, was like, uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> That's like when we tell a story. Uh, it's not my story, but I embellished it. Yes, so exactly. It's mine now. Exactly. I can I can embellish the story to uh -huh. make it a little more entertaining. Uh huh. But yeah, it was it was really, really fun. And it was just great to see. I like I love those moments because it makes me really think about and it makes me really um humble and gracious to have those moments because yeah. for two years we didn't have those moments correct so i'm glad we're all there my favorite part of the whole evening though Do however tell. was jackie beat uh asking if the the queens are there and yes. then she says lady bunny no she's in wince she's in salem massachusetts yes which just made me laugh my ass off because of <laughs> course lady bunny's in salem massachusetts meanwhile ginger minge is next to me who's in hocus pocus 2 which yes. i still have not seen <gasps> i know 
I'm waiting. Okay, for what? I don't know. It just has <laughs> to be. I'm just holding off. I just really need the right moment. I need, it, I need like a deep October. Like it needs to. Like I'm. 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 I'm gradually getting into October. Uh huh. Spooktober. Yes, I'm getting into it. I'm trying to like, 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 uh, accumulate my my list of movies and things that I want to watch. Yes. Blake and Susie and I are going to Target after this for the like spook decorations. Ah! And for those of you watching along at home, there's sort of decorations here. There's sort of decorations. But wait, are y'all really? Oh yes. my God. <laughs> what time? <laughs> but like right after this. Damn it. Okay. Well, uh -huh. next time. Uh -huh. But that's way fun. But I, I want to get into, um, and I'm definitely having you back for a longer episode, but this is like one that Checking I had calendar. to have. Because you've been busy on tour with your show with Blake MacGyver. Yes. Um, and this happened on your way back from... So Blake and I have been doing our cabaret tour, I Dreamed a Dream Girl. Yes, but this, which is way fun. This adventure happened on my way to Dallas because I'm also the program director for the Del Shores Foundation, which focuses exclusively on supporting new LGBTQ plus writers, playwrights, screenwriters. We did a big screenplay screen, play competition, and this was our very first writers festival mm -hmm. in Dallas, mm -hmm. where we're from. So <laughs> this flight... I remember seeing this, and it has since, uh, I mean, I don't even know how many views it's got. Or Something like four million. Four million? Yeah. And you've had people from where out reach out to you? So I did, driving back from Folsom, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but don't tell my mom. Uh, I did an interview for CNN on Zoom in the car driving back from San Francisco, the Washington Post, LA Times, Gizmodo, got home and did all three LA local news for mm -hmm. their nightly broadcasts. Fox News hit me up in my Instagram DMs and I said, absolutely not. That's so and amazing. And then I did it for some Canadian news show that was all across Canada. I got crew members from our movie, A Very Sorted Wedding, texting me saying, I just saw you on our news and mm -hmm. then random radio shows. But this is the first podcast I said yes to. He said yes to the podcast! Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm in demand. I know. I'm sitting at home on my couch watching TV for free now since my show got canceled. It's fine. <laughs> You're like, is there parking? I'm like, pull into the back lot. Uh -huh, it's fine. But if you haven't seen this, we want to play a little bit of it for you. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's you on TikTok. It says weirdest flight ever. This is actually footage mm -hmm. of you on this plane. And we're just going to let everyone kind of just hear. Enjoy the experience. Enjoy the experience if you haven't seen it. I would have lost my shit. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and then you look over at Del Shores. Uh huh. Who and is he is now livid because he is now the what the fuck guy. Oh no, he's loving. <laughs> I think Still it's going. this one. Oh. 
Okay, so then the the flight attendant comes over and she's like, "I think this is a prank." And yeah. you're like, "Which, by the way, I did not know you're wearing the same shirt." <gasps> Same shirt. It wasn't even on purpose for the promo, but like Back to the Future, it was really because like, oh, this looks cute for those watching along yeah, on video. You are, you were wearing the shirt. So do we know what happened? Okay, so backstory, because uh -huh. I didn't start videoing until a good 15 minutes into the flight. We get on the plane, and you know how you get on an airplane and you're like, we just all understand that we ignore each other, you're inside my personal space. I hate everyone. We don't acknowledge that other human beings exist. We sit down, the boarding is mostly done, and over the PA, this like moan happens. Uh -huh. And the first one was a little bit like pinky to the prostate, you know, where Wait, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, like, do I like this? Maybe I do. Oh, this is new, but I'll try Not it. pinky to the prostate. <laughs> like the first time, you know, we're like, I don't know what's happening. Pinky to the prostate, prostate, uh -huh. pros, 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 prostate, uh -huh. okay. And so we all sort of like laugh, like, oh God, oh no, something, whatever. Oh, like someone was in the bathroom, right. like hooking up or something? Right. Okay. So three minutes later, it happens again. And this one is much more like, oh, you like left the tuna casserole out all night and like ate it for breakfast <laughs> and should not have like, Whoa, uh, 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 uh. Right. and I'm fully laughing now. Two minutes later, it happens a third time. And this was full like double dragon, like Sophie's choice running to the toilet and you don't know whether to kneel oh, or sit. Oh. You know, it's like, oh no. Oh. And then it was like, oh no, he's sitting on the toilet holding the bucket. Like everyone guffaws. The flight attendant walks past and I full on asked on behalf of everyone, is he okay? She was like, eh. a minute later, they announce that is all of our flight crew is fine. The captains are fine. That is not on our plane. So we just figure, oh, the radio waves are crossed. Something weird. Who cares? Like ghost in the machine. Three minutes after takeoff, it happens again. And I lose my mind. I was like, this is on our airplane. Uh -huh. And so unless someone's stowed away in the toilet, which I don't think you can do, <laughs> uh, someone has theoretically maybe like broken into the yeah, PA system. That's scary. And at the beginning, I thought, oh, maybe they're like making the sound like walkie talkie, whatnot. And, but it was like uh, the people around them would know. And it happens every two to three minutes for a half an hour. Like that's when the flight attendants make the announcement. It dies down for a little while. And I'm bored because this is one of those American flights where you have to watch the in-flight entertainment on your phone. And I'm like, uh, that's a lot. Can we stop like, with that, Like, put a screen please? in the back of the chair, please. What is this, like, like, like I, colonial airplane? Also, the point is I want to listen to the movie and play a game on my phone. Thank I can't you. do both at the same time. So, I, like, everyone but me has calmed down and is, you know, noise-canceling headphones or whatnot. I get up out of my chair because I'm like, I'm going to figure out who this is. So mm -hmm. I'm, like, wandering the row, like... Oh, you were on a mission. Uh, absolutely. Like Encyclopedia Drown, Brown, Nancy drawing my way down. Like, I am going to figure out who this is. The case of the moaning airplane. Because, yes, let's be honest. If you were doing this, if I was doing this, I would not be able to control myself. I would definitely have, like, the Cheshire cat grin, be like, mm -hmm, what I'm doing to the plane. Uh -huh. uh, but no one. Everyone's, like, bored, asleep, watching something. And I was like, okay, I can't find them. It happens again during service. And then we get the big captain announcement. And he's clearly annoyed. Pissed off. Yeah, so it's not them playing playing a prank on the flight attendants or they're the best actress ever. Like I always think of like those Southwest Airlines like flight attendants yes. who are like, hi y'all, y'all yes. all here something fun right. at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, like second city, uh -huh. oh, here okay. I am at my performance monologue oh, that I've been preparing. God. It's There's, fine, I get it. Yeah. I auditioned for that and didn't get a call back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's the flight attendant? <laughs> yes, my actress career is going great, it's uh, fine. You'd be a really good flight attendant Right, though. I, I think, think I would. would. Like definitely like, um, you know, I have like the 
toothpick arms for mm-hmm. the armography. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's ready to be a scarecrow. Yeah, you'd or, be a great flotation device. Jesus, too. Yeah. I would not like sink straight to the ground. Like, what is there here? <laughs> Nothing. Just hollow bird Play the bones. Xylophone on my ribs and like, sorry. No, 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 no. If if Rose had been laying on me, they both would have died. Well, you've got. I mean, I would say you know, there's a part of you that you could see <laughs> on his Instagram that would float definitely. It's fine. For we sure. all what we have to do for promo. <laughs> <laughs> it's either bulge or flight attendant moans. It's fine. So it like sort of is calm for a good part of the flight. After that, the captain makes the announcement. Dell's like off to work. And I'm like still the only one giggling like a middle schooler. And we get to the end of the plane. And I have to be really honest. I got the camera back out because I thought I have to film this. Because if I try to explain this to you and our friends afterwards, no one's going to get the delirious hilarity of the weird sounds on the PA. So that's why I made the video. And at the end, I was like, I need a big finish because right at touchdown if I'm the one controlling this I'm gonna be like uh, uh, yeah you know like for the climax as it were mm-hmm. and nothing I guess the puke yank was over what is a puke yank well that's sort of what it sounded like right like you're like you know you have like food poisoning but you still like want to get off so you can fall asleep or whatever and you're like uh, uh, uh. a puke yank I know. because I feel like that was this like this is my contribution to pop culture I know it was really good because people were just like oh my god the puke yank I've never heard the term puke yank well, like it was, is it like it was a dry new. heave it was new in yeah, the moment it's good puke yank. I, yeah yeah it's like that when you're like uh, yeah. feel it you know what it reminds me of what your Enrique Iglesias bit uh huh <laughs> It's very you doing Enrique Iglesias singing like hero. the best burper in all of music. Also, like moans have been a theme in our life. That's what I was saying, because I was talking to our other friend, Chris Pudlow. I went and had brunch with him the other day, and we were laughing so hard. Brunch because... on a weekday? These ladies of leisure. Wait, no. Wait Sunday. Did I say weekday? No. What'd I say? You said the other day. The other day. Oh, yeah. it was the weekend. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the other day. It's fine. Um, and then we were laughing so hard because in our friend group, uh-huh. we have a moaning problem. We have a moaning problem. <laughs> it is true. Where I, I I have said we need to normalize moaning. And you have worked very hard to normalize moaning. Because it's I not really so have. much that we have a problem moaning, it's that you have a problem moaning. <laughs> Because I feel like we should I share dance, that the people. I dance. Uh, I, I have conversations and walk away and, and dance. run away. I and then moan people. at strangers. Yeah. And Y'all. I don't punch people, by the way. I just Y'all. give them a little... Also, like a little I'm going to keep telling these stories, then he's never going to have me back. What? the you? This started years ago for you. We what? were definitely... The moaning? We, yes. <laughs> we've been doing like, oh, <laughs> our careers and lives are sad walks through West Hollywood for years. <laughs> Where we get coffee. You guys, I think my stand-up career is really going to take off. <laughs> Y'all, since like 2009. It's gonna we've be been going year. like, it's my year. And it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and so we've been doing these WeHo strolls. Yeah. These whole strolls through WeHo. And a couple of years ago, we definitely walked past an attractive man and you just went, (laughs) and y'all, I turned to him and I was like, Justin, you can't just moan at people. And he goes, was that out loud? (laughs) Yes, that was your outside voice. I know. I can't control myself sometimes. Sometimes. Like, but it's just it's just like or I'll, or I'll like or I'll walk in and the AC feels really good. I'll just be like, ha. Yeah. I mean, like there's the AC moans when the Sprouts in West Hollywood owned. We walked in the door and he went. Ah! And I was like, you can't moan at produce. Like, at least let's go back to just when it was hot guys. It was Sprouts. I love moaning. Sprouts. At sprouts. Ah! Or organic. Ah! Ah! It's all. Oh, it's produce new. Produce is so raw. Cabbage. Ah! <laughs> Cabbage. <laughs> just which is really. Also- 
also a safe word. Horny for cabbage. I think it's just like I like getting it out. <laughs> You're sure? Or like if I uh-huh. like being somewhere, I'll just be like, ah. Uh, yo. <laughs> but it is. It started with hot guys, and it used to be somewhat quiet, and now it's just like an aggressive, like hate moan at them. <laughs> but did you for a second think, oh my god, Justin's, Justin's on, the plane. on this plane? <laughs> yes, because it reminds me, like in middle school, my church group, my I went to see a movie with my friends, and I heard this like voice clear in the back of the theater, and I was like, my dad is here. Mm-hmm. I like recognized him. Absolutely, I was like, Justin is on this plane. Why are you going to Dallas, Justin? Are you here? Ah, are you coming to our little queer writer festival? I did it. I did it at training mate the other day too, where sure. like the song came on. And well, you just moaned at the song. <laughs> I just went, ah. Evan's like, babe, you can't uh, just moan at everything. Honestly, we should have known that my second, by the way, viral moment, the jock strap mask that everyone got mad at me about was definitely Wait, the first the jock strap one. Mask? The jock strap mask tutorial that I made at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, that was a that was a viral was moment. Like, uh, um, and that moans would be a reason. Yes. Also, and- well, I have made movies, television shows, plays, uh-huh. national tours. I'm touring with Blake. Mm-hmm. If I could get one tenth of the publicity that this dumb airplane oh, moan yeah. video got for oh, like yeah. you know any project that mattered, my God, it's how fine. long have I been doing this? And it's like uh, Jeannie Jennifer moves- Lopez hates Virgos. Yes. For the win. For the win. And it was so funny. Did you have any, did you have like local news? Did anybody send you any like local news clips? I, literally, that's all I've gotten. I've but, had, mm, but with the news anchors, yes, that's my favorite thing. Yes. Like, cause I would get, coming up next, Jennifer Lopez yes. hates Virgos. Yes. And I would laugh so hard cause I'm like, is this, this is it? Yes. It's also the best part for me has been like, they can't decide what to call me. It's like film producer, film director, reality TV star, passenger. <laughs> Gay middle seat. <laughs> gay, gay middle-aged semi-professional homosexual. It's fine. Like I identify as best artist. Oh <laughs> like, uh, well, it is such Artics. a fun, fun story. Uh, it was seriously like. Also, my parents were proud. You know, they the were. Way. Yeah. Okay. Good. Their well, friends. Oh, my dad was like, my Facebook was flooded. I was like, oh great. When I toured the country in a play called Southern Baptist Sissies with Leslie Jordan, maybe they weren't as proud on Facebook. First so. off, I never want to hear the words "my Facebook was flooded" come from your dad. Wow. <laughs> okay. My Facebook was Hi, dad. flooded. Oh, dad. Uh, I know it is really, really funny. I, I mean. Uh, the whole, I've made did, real things. Did they give you guys miles? Like, no, everybody keeps asking, like, yeah. did American reach out to you? But what are they going to say? Sorry about the moans? Like, yeah. I, and people, I'm going with what American Airlines said, right? That it was a feedback loop in the PA no, system. No, it was a haunted passenger. Because Someone I died have on that plane. status on American and don't want to lose it. American. Thanks. Moan in the sky. I'm so close to platinum. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'm not. So, like... <laughs> Like, it's fine. I'm not. I fly it's the Delta. Little this would never have happened on Delta. I know. I was like, I joined American in like 1996. It's fine. I was negative three years old. Which we need to talk wow. about. <laughs> wow. Brought me on his show to shame my email address. I was I, like, <laughs> I just put you on the list. I was wow. like, my friend has a Hotmail account. Wow. Best friend of two years. Shaming my email. You guys don't have friends. Friends are overrated. That's what friends are for. I know. That's what friends are for. Oh, God. What a funny. No, you know the real reason? It's like somebody took the Gmail address of my name. So I was like, I'm not changing. It's like somebody got the TikTok. It's been everywhere because the TikTok got a million views and it's Emerson Collins one. Yeah. Because there's an Emerson Collins that's never made a single video. Is that same porn guy still? No. There was a porn guy a long time ago, but I think she's probably in Palm Springs, retired now. 
she's dead. We're not young girls. Yeah. <laughs> she's that dead. That was funny. It was like, I hope she had a great life. She probably did. She's in Problem Springs. What if that's the ghost <gasps> coming to haunt you on the plane because she knows you're on the plane? Well, when I move to Palm Springs to live my life in thongs and caftans, God. we'll find out. God, that's just the dream. Aspirational. <laughs> well, Emerson, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, we are going to have you back on so we can kiki and kike. I'll wait in the parking lot. Clackety-clack. God, go have a blast at Target. Thanks, that's the plan. Target spooks. I know, Target spooks. All right, we'll be right back with Matt Bronger on Just Saying with Justin Mardell. What's up, everybody? We're back with this week's Just Saying, and now I am... Uh, God, God, I'm sorry. Take your time. All right. All right, everybody, we are back, and this week just gets hotter and hotter. We are now with a very funny comedian, somebody that I met on At Midnight many years ago on Comedy Central. You have a new comedy special coming out this Thursday? October 6th. Yes, yes. October 6th, yep. called Doug. Called Doug. Who yep. is Doug? Doug was a, a, a absolutely terrible man I met on vacation with my wife before we were married. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was a husband and a father and just uh, hated the fact that he was both, I think. Okay. And, you know, those, those people who get drunk for all the wrong reasons. Well. Where it's like, <laughs> hey. I, that was, he would get smacked. Every time I saw Doug, he was drunk and wet. Like he woke up oh. in the froth of the surf. With a bottle of Captain Morgan's. Perfect. But I have no problem with that. That Just get blackout if you need to. But, like, the fact that him and his wife kind of, like, hated their kids, like, really did. And, and also he he judged everyone around him, but not in a fun, funny way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you and I might. Mm-hmm. Where, it's, where it's somehow adorable. Yeah, and now you're giving this people. man well, yeah, I mean, it was, a platform. It was it 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 uh, concludes with the story of Doug, and it's almost like a full circle because it's kind of like it talks about the pandemic and my wife having a kid and yes. kind of drive we drove across the country uh from LA to Boston during the lockdown uh and with a 6 week old and kind of the things i learned and you know looking back on my trash days and going well did i evolve yeah. and then i meet Doug and go oh you're goddamn right i did i, yes. I like and cuz i think you know, we're both men. We both know you need good male examples, mm-hmm. you know, but I think bad ones are just as important. It's just as important to meet your Doug and be like, I can never fucking be you, man. I don't know what it is. You know, like whatever you know you have a, a chance to be but should avoid, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it, it's good to meet that person. God. And Doug was mine. So. Well, with that being said, it's yeah. Matt Bronger. Hey, everybody. I Hi. mean, my God. And you know what my middle name is? Is it Doug? Is it Douglas? Douglas. I love it. That's I do say that on the special, not to pander, but every yeah. every other Doug I've met has been spectacular. Like good, they're good dudes. They party. They're good. They yeah. sell you weed. Doug's a good half price party name. I yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, I've never in my life had a problem with a Doug. I've never known a guy. I'm like, I don't know about that guy. I'm like, <laughs> I don't trust like, Doug. Doug's are... Doug Funny. Mm-hmm. He had a cartoon show back in the '90s. Doug Benson. Doug Benson. He will Owner. actually be here next week. The yeah. best guy. Yeah, good guy. Dugs, Dugs, Dugs everywhere. Yes, now, sir. I had my buddy uh, Emerson on uh, before you got here, and he had a viral video. I don't know if you saw it, where there were a whole bunch of people moaning on the plane, or like he was on this plane, okay. and there was like the intercom went off, yes. and it was like, ah, yeah, and they could not figure out what was happening. Right. So we were discussing. You know, he came on and was talking about the whole experience. So we're just going to, like, jump right into Let's it. do it. Are you a fan of scary movies, too? Love them. Okay, perfect. We'll get into that as well. But first of all, speaking of planes, I'm still at this point now where I don't 
I don't trust anything on a plane. Okay. I don't like. I think they're dirty. I think uh, I was traveling. I was in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and the flight to Chicago, I had that one baby, the one baby, the one awful Doug baby. Yes, sir. Of course. Um, just screaming and crying and everything. But this story kind of made me go interesting. Virgin Atlantic has removed their gender. A uh, uniform policy will now let employees wear pronoun badges. Oh. Now, I thought this was kind of interesting just yeah. because I feel like everything's kind of moving forward and we're being a little more like aware of people's pronouns and what they want to be identified as. Um, so pretty much the Virgin staff can select whatever they want to wear. The company cited a study that found staff mental well-being increasing up to 49% when they were allowed to embrace their individuality at work. It also found that staff happiness increased by 65% and customer experience improves by 24%. Okay. Anything you want. Hmm. Like, you, can, you can wear any clothes. I think it has to be the Virgin uniform okay but so you, you can, have a couple you can select you from. can like if you're yeah. if you're like a if you're like a a lady captain sure and you want to wear you know the the which i think the pilots pilots do yeah i don't yeah. think there's like a i don't know if like women pilots wear skirts no not that i've seen but i feel like i think i i they have a promo for it with okay. michelle visage oh yeah from rupaul's drag race yes. she's like in it like just looking okay. into the camera like that's right. It's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you have like a couple like guys who are like in and like the virgin skirts. They have like, you know, and heels. Wow. I think that would be kind of awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about it. That sounds fantastic. You know where this would not fly? Southwest Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You're getting peanuts and pretzels. And that's it. Spirit or mm. Frontier either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think, I mean, I feel. I think that's kind of awesome. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to say this. As someone who had a fashion show, sometimes I look at those flight attendants uniforms mm-hmm. and I'm like, honey. Yeah, absolutely. I feel bad for you because yeah. I know you would never in a million years wear this. I feel bad for the the, the dudes who have to wear, like on certain Delta flights, mm-hmm. like first class, they wear like a, a like it's a button. It's a suit. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're so uncomfortable. In that yeah. Thing. You know, it's, it's not as fitted correct yeah you know i will say the thing the first thing i thought of when you mentioned that there would be you know if a if a if a guy uh you know or you know let's just say a a cis male who identifies as as a woman or whatnot wants to wear the heels and the skirt i will say the only drawback for that person is if they just they don't want to be fun that day which i if if there's a flight (laughs) attendant you know what i mean because you know there'd be someone on the plane they're like He's going to do something. He's going to do something zany. He's going to say like a bunch of drunk white chicks. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, we're so glad we're in your section. I love this. What is your name? Tell us everything about. Honey, uh, let me see the nails. He's just like, listen, I'm going to take care of you. But if you can just, you know, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not I don't dance. for. I'm not your puppet. Okay, Yeah. You know, like they just they just got fired from something else the night before. It was more of a dream than this. Mm -hmm. Not that you ever meet a flight attendant that shows you their real feelings like that. Well, Well, you know, which is to their credit, you know. Yeah. I haven't really had a flight attendant was just like, oh, what? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I would like like that restaurant dicks, Mm -hmm. you know, talking about where where they're just like, you want napkins? And they just throw them at you. They need to be like dicks airlines. Oh my God. That'd be incredible. They make the little condom hats for you and they put the like 
yeah. shit on the hat for you. And they're like, this guy sucks. And uh-huh. they put it, uh, yeah, I yeah. would love that. Just like rude airlines. Oh yeah. Well, in that, those would be the only ones where there would never be an issue when they cut someone off. That's true too. Where it's just, that's, that's a wild scene when you, when the person's like, sir, I, I can't give you any more, you know, and it's, you see it dawn on them and it's just there. <laughs> There's no way to hide anything on a plane. But Someone I'm going said, back to my family. Please, please, I, please. It's all I have. Well, he's just embarrassed. Yeah. You know oh. what I mean? It just, you have you seen somebody get caught off? An, oh, oh, yeah, dude. On a plane? A couple times, yeah. Well, it's always, it's usually, it's someone who, it's never, I haven't seen that if it was in a movie where someone's just like, you know, I came here to dance or say something crazy, you know. <laughs> Take just, their shirt you know, off. Just like, you know, just like, shots. Oh, you know, that, who's that guy? I'm going to yeah. buy him a drink. That guy's cool, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's always someone that's just like, yeah, um, I like um, a beer. Like, clearly, but they've been drinking since like the night before. the airport, yes. And they, their yeah. shampoo effect has hit. They had a few in the airport. Yeah. And the guy's just like, I'm not going to get. And then I had a guy, and he kind of, I sat I sat across from me. He's like, can you order me a beer? No! I was just like. Oh, <laughs> and I, I think if I remember correctly, I might have said I would when the, <laughs> if he comes sure. around again. Yeah, you know what I mean. I would. I want to be that guy. I was like, no. I stood up and was like, you don't need. You know, you got to take care of better, better care of yourself. But like, I think I might have. I think oh. I might have. I don't know. But yeah, it was just like, oh, what are you going through? Yeah. And if you're not, you you might want to stop. Yeah. Talk to someone or. But I yeah. think uh, I think you know what if you want to wear heels mm-hmm. thirty thousand feet in the air, I love go it. for it, bitch. I, I, and I'm 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 imagining non-binary and uh, and women wearing like uh, zip-up coveralls that might be fitted or what. You know, that's kind of the look like the oh, like the like the onesie. Yeah, like the onesie. Thing I would like that. It's, it's almost like a flight a flight suit. Yeah, but it's cut to them. Yeah, you know, and and here's the like, thing: you're comfy. If you have a problem. With what your flight attendants or your flight crew right. is dressed like, yeah. Look around the oh, airplane. Christ. I've seen there was a video of like this woman sitting in a plane uh, on in her seat, living in fear because there was some gremlin behind her with like troll toes. I don't know if you saw this, and they were like grinding them together. Oh. It was terrifying. Oh. I've seen slobs Beat. in like hoodies and pajamas and yeah, just pajama bottoms. Pajama bottoms. Uh, Put a jogger on, be, be an adult. They should be banned. Yeah, because even if you showed up, you you showered, uh-huh. and you you have a washed pair of pajama bottoms, mm-hmm. and you're perhaps a woman, and you you threw them on. You're like, I like to be comfy. You look like you smell like balls. You smell like you don't balls. even have them, but you look like you smell like a pair of balls. Yeah. <laughs> and you might not even smell like them, but that is the look, and you can't shake it. Pajama bottoms just look like they stink. They look like they, they do. St- yes, because they, they're like stained. They've they've, they've been on the yes, couch. They've, they've been worn once. They've they been still hold the the filth and the, the fart. Reek. They can cont- so they, many they farts. Trap the farts Fart in sponges. the cow print. Yes, like I, fleece. I I I was in Missouri and I saw a guy with a neck tattoo mm-hmm. and pajama bottoms walking the streets and I was like, that is a scary man. Yeah, you know, you know what I think of? You're up to no good. Yes. That yes. you were you were hiding something oh. in those pants. Yeah. You clearly do not want to be talked to for mm-hmm. that reason. Yep. You're up to no good. Yeah. I don't trust you. Yeah. And if we're in an exit row, I'm not gonna be like, oh, mm-hmm. you're gonna help out. And that's where we need the 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 dicks types, the the guys and the gals uh, who are on there who are putting people down. Yeah. They just see a guy in, in pajama pajama bottoms and go, just okay. So do you want to share all those piss uh, dots? Do you want to share those piss dots with all of us? Yes. When you come back from the bathroom, and by the dot. We can see exactly where the end of your wiener is. That's yeah. great. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Full mushroom tip. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, do I look? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. a bird watcher. You know, if, if it's there, I'm like, oh. Of course. I mean, that's like my whole my whole Instagram is just slinging meat. Of course. I just, they're like, oh, you'll like this video. And I'll like open it up in public. And I'm like, I swear to God, I didn't know. I was, yeah. I was looking for Halloween videos. Yeah. But and, I mean, ugh. that's just a, that's a feral, untrimmed male bush. Full bush. Straight, straight out of a trailer, yes. even if it's not. Yes. A corner yeah. full of daddy long legs, yeah. like oh, just with just, the porch light on. <laughs> <laughs> Animals living in there. Oh yeah. So yeah. I say, way to go, Virgin. I think mm -hmm. this is great, um, and I like that they're embracing the be yourself agenda. Um, sure. They also, uh, if you haven't seen this video, it's pretty fantastic. Like I said, Michelle Visage is in it. Uh, trans model Tallulah Eve is in it, and uh, yeah, I just, I just, I like it. Yeah, I think I, it's great. I don't think uh, I can imagine somebody having. You know, I think the, the the pushback will be like, oh, they're trying to put their agenda oh, on us. Oh, it's like, yeah, no, it's just someone trying to be themselves yeah. and also work in a place. They pour you business. coffee, relax. It, yeah, calm down. This yeah. is not, you know. Oh, oh, they're gonna they're gonna look at me and yeah. give me a weird boner. Yeah. Oh, so virgin, yes. All right, that's great. Next story we have, uh, Madonna. Okay. Are you familiar with Frankie Grande? No. Okay. Well, Frankie Grande is Ariana Grande's brother. Okay. I've worked with him on several things, like tested at E! with him. He is just a bright rainbow <laughs> of a person. Okay. He, um, if you haven't seen him, one of the best videos, Julie Goldman um, showed it to me back when we were in Napa together of him singing Rain on Me by Lady Gaga. He uh -huh. like tried to cover his sister's song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just meh. So he um, loves his sister very much. Okay. He got on Big Brother, celebrity. Uh, I think it was Big Brother, the original one, not Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. Okay. And that was his like big secret was Ariana Grande was his sister. Oh. And he became like this big character on the show. He got voted out. He had like a on show bromance with someone. Okay. So the this uh, Frankie Grande. Uh, who is a dancer, singer, and YouTube personality, married the love of his life, Hale Leon, earlier this year in an adorably nerdy Star Wars-themed wedding. But mm -hmm. not every relationship he's been in has been successful. So here he is, uh, with that poof on top, with those eyelashes. Yeah. I mean... They look great. Yeah. I actually like that jacket a lot. Now, before he found Leon, the reality TV star spent a few months in a thruple... Sure. I remember that, despite being warned against it. I was talking to Madonna, of all people, talking to the queen, and I told her about the thruple. Grande revealed to Tamron Hall. She literally said, well, that's not going to end well. She said that, and I still did it. Uh -huh. Back in 2018, Grande announced that he had joined the thruple, dating a married couple. These are my boyfriends, Grande said at the time. We've been dating them for almost three months, but in the gay world, it's like five years. That's true. Yeah. Alas, a few short months later, Grande announced that the thruple was no more thank you next i'm so bleeping grateful for my exes he said at the time referring to his sister ariana's big hit yeah now he said the thruple was complicated shocker sure uh you have double the highs double the excitement but also double the lows double the drama still he didn't regret joining the relationship he's very excited he got to experience it um but he says if he only had listened to Madonna, 
Perhaps he would have avoided a little heartbreak. Maybe we should all take that into consideration. And next time we think about entering a new relationship, ask ourselves, what would Madonna do? What would she do? Yeah. What, what would Madonna not do? I mean, My, yeah. Madonna should take her own damn advice. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, you know, she always has assumed this, uh, this air of authority, you know, I mean, it's part of the reason why she's great, but Thruples in the gay communities, gay male community, extremely common. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've only recently learned that last couple of years. <laughs> Where but did like, you learn that? Oh, from Who told you our friend, secret? <laughs> well, like, uh, I mean, on a, on a personal level, my, uh, my <laughs> Roger Nandy back uh-huh. in Portland, my gunkles that uh-huh. I grew up with, you know, uh, they, uh, they took on a third. It was a younger guy. And my mom and dad, who, you know, I grew up around these guys. They, they're like what year family. was this? What year was this? This was probably six, seven years ago. Oh, okay. And um, my, my, my mom, my dad was kind of like, eh. And my mom was like, I'm worried that he's just there. He's a younger man. And I think he's going to try to take their money. And, you know, because <laughs> you know, she didn't know. She never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Like, my parents would never do that. Just mm-hmm. some random dude or woman that's like, I'm with them now. Yeah. You know? No. Uh, but I, as far as I know, they're still together, you know? Yeah. Um, like, uh, uh, I was reading this this uh, bio of Lobby Seafray, one of my favorite musical artists who was openly gay in, like, the 70s. And he, 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 he was in a, a, a married threesome uh, where wherever he lived, Europe or something, probably almost for like for like decades, kind of thing. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's just <laughs> the thing that struck me about it was I almost expected him to still be in the throuple. Yeah, for like where Madonna's talking about something she knows nothing about. Well, except being well, being on the outside looking in, being yeah. around, sure. And in the end, she was right. You know, so who am I? But I like, know. it was all—it was also this kind of judgment, blah blah blah. But it's—I—I I liked that it turned out that it was like, oh, Madonna was right. All Madonna along. was right along. But yeah. at the same time, I'm kind of like, where's Madonna's Madonna? Right. Where's Madonna's? <laughs> where, yeah. Why? I wish yeah. Cher or someone could be like, honey. Yeah. You don't need to wear the grill. We let's light. Let's let's loosen the the face tuner. Dude. You know, you don't have to hump every crate and barrel basket uh, that you walk by. The the amount anyone really in our in 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 our lives that has always been like, you know what you should do. Yeah. It's like you need someone telling you because you're not listening to that person. Yeah. You know, it's always it's always someone who is uh you know maybe not doing as well as you or whatever that's like t- advising you on what to do in comedy and you're like I listen yeah <laughs> I have struggles just like anyone yeah but you still have a day job like stop it yeah you know what I mean you're like, fine you like I'm okay I don't and it was just it, it's just anytime someone assumes a position of authority on yeah you, where it's like I which which you know, uh, uh, audience members, certain ones do all the time. You oh, get sure. Like, you know what? You should have done with that one. Yes. Day. And you're like, go, go wait right here. I'm just going to get a drink. I got to hear the rest of it. And you get in your car and you drive fast as you can. Or you should put this in your sketch. Yes. Oh, the <laughs> all time favorite. You should put this in your bit. Mm-hmm. Or here's yeah. your in your skit. Oh. You know, <laughs> your uh, your uncle Mike. Yeah. Uh, he uh, had too many drinks and took the wrong car home. You can you use sh- that. You can use you that. Can use that. You can do that. Can Thanks, Madonna. That. Don't say it was Mike. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I also I think Madonna is also that person who's just like. Uh, as someone who knows what it's like to be in a throp, like sure. she wants to like let you know that she's done this. Yeah, she's sexual at yeah. sixty-five. Right, and <sighs> I will say she's probably had her share of horrific throuples. You think? Where it's like just 
just by the numbers. I don't think she's had thruples. I think she's had like octlets or, or what's or sep, septlets. Madonna. <laughs> she didn't have thruples. Madonna takes you home and you're like, oh my God, I'm actually going to hook up with Madonna. And you're, it's, just, it's almost like a surprise party. Yeah. It's like, you found someone else. Yay, bring him in. Now we're 86. We're yeah. total, total of 86 people. Yeah. Come on, guys. I get to be the front of the centipede. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> God, terrifying. Well, here's somebody who has actually helped people come out. Mm-hmm. Melissa Etheridge from, oh, yeah. she has a lucrative career. Uh, she was recently, did you did you watch Beverly Hills Housewives? Oh yeah, yeah I saw that when she <laughs> came out. Yeah, look who I have. Any t- any, In the any, worst fight they, ever? <laughs> it's like... Lisa Ren is like, I just, I miss my mom and yeah. I don't know what to do. And Does she <laughs> love you? Like the... <laughs> Wait. And she just we was like hiding go. up in the room somewhere? Yeah. Well, it's every time there's a, you know, Boy George or whoever, it's like a party of nine people. <laughs> well, what a rager. Nine angry women. And then uh-huh. the star comes out and is like, can I just do half a song? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, totally. Two, 200 grand. Well, I love Melissa Etheridge. I think she's really cool. I mean... Do you, know, do, you know, do you know Dave Holmes's story about her? No, what? Where he went to, oh God, I'm going to, uh, uh, what is his, what was the college he went to in St. Louis, very Christian, and was like oh, okay. realizing, you know, I'm, I well, always knew he was gay, but just kind of just hitting this wall and he, and he, but he met some, some other uh, uh, gay uh, men and women and mm-hmm. they would, they would go to like. There was something like a TGI Fridays across the street from like their college or something. There always is. Always. And they're out on the patio and having a couple. And he's just like, I'm just lost. I'm lost. I, you know, don't have to tell my family, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I just wish just into the ether. There was someone who would tell me what I am supposed to do. And guess who walks out in the patio? And I'm the only one who walks across the fire Like just walks out like someone... You know, you rang Melissa Etheridge, yeah. pioneer, and, and talks to him. Yeah, and, and this is what happens. Yeah, this headline says Melissa Melissa Etheridge on helping celebrities come out, love, grief, and how her wild parties inspired the L word. The L. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Word was a lesbian show. Sure. And they have like now like L Word 2.0 or whatever. Right, yeah. So... She uh, has a new show coming to New York. Uh, she talks about love, music, helping Ricky Martin and others come out, wow. grieving her son and how the L word began beside her pool. This makes sense. So 
In the 90s, rock star Melissa Etheridge had a house above the legendary Chateau Marmont in Los Angeles, which wow. is right down the street from here. Mm -hmm. uh, so wild parties, notorious celebs there. Uh, famous lesbians of that era hung out together. Could you imagine? Melissa Etheridge recalled to the Daily Beast laughing herself, Katie Lang, Rosie O'Donnell, and Ellen DeGeneres. Wow. All famous and out or on the verge of fame and headline making comings out. I mean, Ellen just letting it all hang out. That's a lot of bush. You know, That's I feel I feel like like Rosie, that bikini line is like like a Rosie O'Donnell bikini I, line. I, I, I love the idea of Rosie just sitting there in like track pants mm -hmm. and no shirt and mm -hmm. just like drinking and but like Ellen's still in a suit and it's like Ellen <laughs> just in the water just <laughs> put on a bikini <laughs> I this is my bikini you know <laughs> yeah do you think yeah what is the lesbian bathing suits because I have right. I have several lesbian friends same that the lesbian bathing suit is like a t-shirt yes. and like that's jeans. about right that's about right yeah <laughs> well and just like if whatever you know almost like a a, a, a male wrestling onesie where it's just like it covers some of the legs. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just, the little, like the little jorts or whatever, uh, yeah. like elastic. One, one, one boob hanging out like the circus strongman. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, that's just a pitch. I think that would be a cool look for <laughs> just the one boob out. Well, be yeah. careful because Paris Fashion Week is here. But <laughs> she goes on to say a crazy thing happened. My partner at the time, Julie Seifer, who she was with from 1990 to 2000, had been married to a young 80s movie star, Lou Diamond Phillips from yeah. La Bamba. And so she knew that whole young Hollywood set, Dermot Mulroney, Catherine Keener, Brad Pitt, Julie Roberts. I had met Rosie through VH1, where Rosie O'Donnell worked before starring in A League of Their Own, and Ellen through a celebrity chef we both knew. I met Katie Lang at the first Grammys I went to. From 88 to 96, it was this really powerful group. None of us back then had kids. That's why we would get together as often as we did, and we weren't as famous, so we had more time to hang out. I will tell you, it had this pool in the backyard. It was just an open open house constantly. There was a lot of drinking, a lot of cannabis smoking, cannabis, and a whole lot of fun. When I look back on it, I'm really glad I got to go through that in my life. And I know all these people. Now I only see Ellen like once a year, maybe. I don't see Rosie. I haven't seen Brad in 10 years. Everyone got, everyone got on with their lives. So this was a beautiful time when we all had our dreams of what we wanted. And then we saw each other just explode in our careers. Um, and the L word was happening around your pool just a few years before it was imagined around Bet and Tina's, this reporter said. The L word was written about all that happened, Etheridge said, roaring with laughter. I knew the show creators. Uh, she was part of that group. She inspired all of us. So she said, I stopped watching the L word because what? I lived it. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, so uh, apparently she went on to like help all of these women come out of the closet. Right on. Yeah. Which I didn't really know like in the 90s. I was a kid of the 90s for sure. Mm -hmm. And like I didn't like I remember I also grew up in Texas. But okay. I remember like do you remember like um AJ Hammer on VH1? Yes. So it's like the the top like I remember having a big crush on him and being like what are these feelings? Yeah. But like I remember like the countdown and like Melissa Etheridge would be like on it with Come to My Window and I'm the sure. only one and she had like Juliet Lewis and like Come to My Window. Yeah. Remember? That's right. I was like very and I was like wait are they mm? and Hold then I on. think it came out. Yeah. But I don't think anyone cared, did yeah. they? Yeah. 
I hope it did it. I don't think it hurt her career, but it was just like okay, just, she, it did a little bit. No, I don't. At that point, she she was already a mm-hmm. massive. And, and you know what? I realized I I made a major faux pas in my little my Dave uh, Dave Holmes story. Uh-huh. I think it actually might have been the Indigo Girls, both of them. What's the difference? I mean, you I, know? I don't feel bad, really. <laughs> if Melissa Etheridge you know? can't be there, the Indigo Girls will take that exactly and run with it exactly. Yeah. So uh, but, at least it's like those are. <laughs> I mean, you want you want that. You want either an Indigo Girl or Melissa Etheridge yes. to come in and be like, exactly, sit down. No, hundred percent, hundred percent, little homo. And like, <laughs> this pool party sounds amazing, but one of those things that I'm just like, I wonder if there's a certain point where you're like, where you're like, I just can no one come over today. I just want to hang out by myself. Yeah, you know? and then just like, don't you know, Mulrooney comes through with Brad God. Pitt and they're. They're stumbling through the gate. They've been what, going all that's night. That's what I want to know. I'm it's like, the are morning. they speedos? They, they want, are they? They want Bloody Marys. Fuck yeah! And you're just like, oh, come on, guys. I, you know, well, lock the door, Melissa. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. You text before you show up, right? <laughs> you don't just show, you don't take it. You don't take the invitation literally. I keep no. I mean, the way the way this was this was written, it feels it feels like they just drop by. They're just like, let's just go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I mean, what a, I mean, God, Chateau Marmont, like, seriously, like, yeah, that's, that, that, that's a cool, like, that, I don't know what I would do if I was just, like, a bystander, like, I'm just mm-hmm. kind of, like, if I, oh, let's go check out the pool, and there's Rosie O'Donnell, oh, Katie yeah. Lang, like, this lesbian pool party, I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna be, like, oh, I'm I, just gonna come over here yeah. and have a margarita. Uh, yeah, exactly, I would just get a margarita, and I would just sit by myself, and if someone wanted to talk to me, they could. Yeah, why is Ellen in a suit? In the deep end. But no pants. <laughs> this party is wild. Let's guess the bathing suits. I think Rosie's in her, I think Rosie's in her Betty from the Flintstones bathing suit. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's fun. Good colors. Melissa, I want to say Melissa's probably in like a desert caftan mm-hmm. with like a straw hat. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Lang is in a onesie. Yeah. With... Suspender-looking straps covering the nips. Yeah, all black, <laughs> completely all black. One piece, completely midnight black. Yeah, with her haircut like very haircut. androgynous. Maybe the hat. Maybe, Maybe the like motorcycle a, hat. Yeah, <laughs> with a gold buckle, something aggressive. Sure. Just a large gold buckle. Yeah, and then Ellen full white suit in her "Yep, I'm Gay" cover. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's just. It's one of those things where, uh, and she gave everyone at the e- pool everyone two hundred fifty thousand dollars from well, cornflakes or whatever. And people, people will like as the day goes on. They're like, I, I just wish, I wish she would relax. Yeah, I wish she'd, relax. you know, like just don't, just let her do. Yeah, she just wants to be here. Like, yeah, doesn't want to be judged, and we don't judge. Yeah, so let's not judge. And it's this one, and the one person after just a, a couple strong. Tom Collins's or whatever in a couple joints just goes, Ellen, would you fuck off with the suit? You know, like it happens every time. Whereas, and then someone's like, and Ellen's just like, Ellen just leaves. No, Ellen talk. And then she gets canceled for yelling at a child for splashing. Yeah. She's like, I said, don't fucking look at me and stop splashing. Oh my God. Fuck you in your suit. Oh, I would go to that party. So, um, next up, we have a story that uh, really hits home for me. 
Um, are you watching Jeffrey Dahmer? No. I shouldn't lead no. into that story because yeah. I was like, this one really touches my soul. Jeffrey sure. Dahmer. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot. Uh, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say like, oh my God, you have to start it. You got to watch it. It is so much. Yeah. I just, man. I, I The serial killer thing, I mean- I mean, I you know, definitely fascinating. Done to death. Yeah, all of them. All of done them. to death, and kind of honestly, you take the sadness out of it, you take the uh, the tragedy out of it, you take the whoa, that's weird and mm-hmm. scary, you know, out of it, which there isn't a lot of. There, right. You know, kind of boring. Yeah. Kind of boring. Just. You know, if you've seen a doc about it, you can kind of fill in the blanks. Yeah. I don't need to see actors. You know, and these are all good actors that are playing them and stuff, but it's like, what is it? Like, there's like five Ted Bundy shows. Right. Or whatever, and a couple Dahmer. It's like, enough. Enough. This one yeah. is Ryan Murphy's Dahmer, and it goes into like a lot of stories. I was actually talking to my mom about it this weekend because my mom was like, oh, yeah, I watched the whole thing and then went to bed. I'm like, sure. Eh, of course. And I'm like, who are course, you? Course, who course, are you, woman? Yeah. I can only watch like one episode a day or whatever day that is. Right. I'll watch one and I'm done because it's so just like, God. And I don't yeah. know how much is fabricated or whatever, but it's like it goes there. But here's the story that I wanted to talk about. Okay. And I'm, I hope I don't get any like beef on this or whatever. But Katie, people are coming after Katy Perry. Okay. Um, And the reason is, is because she had a song called Dark Horse like 14 years ago. Okay. And in one of the lyrics, she said, uh, well, it wasn't even her. It was just like the 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 rapper. Yeah, Juicy J from, Juicy from J. 36 Mafia. Yes, and he was like, she'll eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And everyone was okay with it. For sure. However many years ago. Um, and now people are calling out Katy Perry and saying, take it out. You're hurting the victims of the families he ruined. And I'm just like, or the families of the victims. There it is. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And I'm just kind of like, okay, we need to relax now. More than the series on Netflix. This one lyric they'd never heard. Exactly. Until you said it. Yeah. You know, this is not, that, that song was. Did okay. It was alright. It, it wasn't was okay. California Girl. No, it, wasn't it was ubiquitous. It, was it wasn't some everywhere. Weird Egyptian mm-hmm. theme. Yeah, I remember. Whatever. Yeah. But like, and then so I had a show come out this weekend called Halloween Drag Extravaganza, and our guest artist was Kesha, and okay. Kesha sang Cannibal. Now in Cannibal, right. um, which we did not know that Dahmer was going to be coming out the same time that the Halloween Drag Extravaganza was. Yeah. And she performs a song, Cannibal, and she says, uh, you're going to be a goner. I'll I'll eat you like Jeffrey Dahmer. Sure. So now Kesha's mom this past weekend gets on Twitter and she's like, I'm so sorry. Kesha does not mean any harm and she didn't mean to do this. Mind you, Cannibal came out 10 years ago. Right. Right. So now I'm like, can we not say. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I believe that you have your pop icons, okay? Sure. I think if Madonna, Melissa Etheridge, I also think you have your dark pop icons. Yeah, that's true. And I'm going to categorize Jeffrey Dahmer in that, mm-hmm. Ted Bundy, okay. Ed Gein, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Menendez brothers. As in like pop culture. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Mm-hmm. Benet Ramsey. Like, I thought you just meant pop music. Like no, they no, no, no. Like pop, pop culture. No, no, what no. Was Ted Bundy's seventy. <laughs> hey, good looking. His seventies mellow cut hits. You. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Taking it to the streets. Um, but I do think you have like your dark pop culture like icons That's true. because it's yep. it was a tragic. Like I remember when Jeffrey Dahmer came out. Like the Tonight Show, David Letterman. Everyone was cracking jokes, oh, like yeah. cannibal jokes. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, so we can't do this anymore. And right. I just think I, I wanted to t- tell this story because I just think it's so ridiculous how people are like, nope. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so if Jeffrey, if this series had not come out. No, yeah, exactly. Would it have been okay? Yeah, well, it would have flown under, certainly way more under the radar. Literally all you did was give it more exposure. Mm-hmm. You didn't change shit. No. You're not you're not changing hearts and minds. That's yeah. the thing. It's it's just this this thing of of I really want to express outrage mm-hmm. at, at you know at, at at this, and it's like that's fair. That's fair. That makes you angry and stuff. But it's you have to be honest with yourself that your efforts elsewhere would be much much more needed. I'm more you know? worried about. I'm not worried about a Katy Perry or Kesha lyric. No. I'm more worried about someone's going to watch this and go, "I could have gotten away with that." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try this that sounds, now. That sounds like a cool way to yeah. live. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was just roofing people. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What was it called? Let me go back to episode two. Yeah. How? Oh, can okay. You, let me you write can make that it down. At home. Real hard. Yeah. So, so I just thought that was just really. It's just really dumb. Yeah. I mean, um, it, yeah. And uh, I don't think. I mean, and and. Kesha's mom, bless you, but mm-hmm. like, you didn't have to do that. No, she and then, kept it in the family. Yeah, and then Kesha, they took out the lyric on the on the special. Okay. That was Kesha's request. Hulu was like, no, and Kesha was like, do it. So they're like, okay, Kesha, you sure. win. and that's fine. You yeah. know, cool. I think it's fine, leave it in or take it out. I agree. Honestly, especially agree. with Katy Perry. It's like, she had a rapper on who's from a group called Three, three six, six mafia. mafia. Like I'm sorry, Academy Award winning. You're right. You're right. Three six mafia. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, you can't argue <laughs> with that. That's math. That's science. Okay. Next up, we have R.I.P. Alan Rickman, Professor Snape. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this story? About how he? You're like what? No, <laughs> I, you I know this story. I, I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. He had a diary. Okay. During the Harry Potter films, where he kept his Harry Potter role through hard times. Uh, I think it's it's your story. That's what I think what it's called. His his entries, the diary entries, which span twenty five years of his life, will be published as a book. Whoa. Called Madly Deeply, <laughs> the Diaries of Alan Rickman. It comes out next month. So excerpts from his diaries are giving insight into the late actor's role as Severus Snape in the Harry Potter franchises and why he decided to continue playing the character amid tough times and desires to quit. Mm. In the entries which were published online on the, in The Guardian, Rickman detailed that he wanted to leave in 2002, one month after the release of the second film, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Talking to Paul, talking to his agent, Paul Lyon Maris, about a Harry Potter exit, which he thinks will happen, Rickman wrote in an entry dated December 4th, 2002. But here we are in the Project Collision arena again, area again, reiterating no more Harry Potter. They don't want to hear it. So the actors decided to stay with the franchise 
after he was diagnosed with an aggressive form of prostate cancer wow. in 2005 ahead of filming uh, Order of the Phoenix, the franchise's fifth installment. After doctors uh, opted to remove his entire prostate through surgery, Rickman wrote a journal entry detailing his decision to stay on as Snape in the beloved fantasy saga. Uh, so, yes, he wanted to see it through. It's your story, he wrote. Now, he kind of was talking shit about some of the kids. Wow. <laughs> in the entries. Do we? Is that in this? Let me see. It's so fantastic. I wanted to see... Uh, Okay, yes. So he starts talking shit about some of the actual actors and J.K. Rowling herself and how he was let in on the history of Snape's character by the author. She nervously lets me in on a few glimpses of Snape's background, talking to her as talking to someone who lives these stories, not invents them. Okay, so then he talks about his death in Harry Potter, um, uh, writing that he had always known about the love story between his character and Harry's mother, Lily Evans Potter. I have finished reading the last Potter book. Snape dies heroically. Potter describes him to his children as one of the bravest men he ever knew. Okay, okay, okay. But then he starts going, and I actually, I need to find, okay. He talks about Daniel Radcliffe and says, oh God, I yeah, want to say, I don't think it's in this article, but he goes on to say, he goes, he's going to be a good writer. I don't think it's acting for him. I don't think acting is going to be around for him. He should stick to writing. Oh, he says something about like Hermione, uh, Emma, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma Watson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's just like, God, she just won't shut up. I'm like, that, those are the diary entries I want to hear. Oh, 100%. And read. You want the dish. Yeah. And I think, all the, you know, if there's any pushback from any of those kids now, adults, mm -hmm. fuck them. Because yeah. you were a child and you were annoying like any child. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's not surprising that Emma would not stop yapping mm -hmm. because I'm sure she never, as soon as she hung up the phone from her manager, she never stopped screaming for a week. And then she told all her friends at school. And she's like, I'm Hermione, but, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. you know, this is all me. Very guessing, King George, like, but, yeah, very like Prince yes. George, like my dad's yeah. the king and you better watch out. And like Rickman's sitting there like, look, I got blown out of a <laughs> building in Die Hard. Yeah. Fell to my death, blasting away with a handgun. You, nothing you do will ever supersede or go past, yeah. you know, what I've done in my life. Like, yeah. My prostate's the size of a 1960s refrigerator. Just let me write my please. diary. Stop talking. Okay. Well, Severus Snape, RIP. Now, oh, man, I'm a best. big uh, Halloween person. Same. I love October. Yep. I love spooky shit. My yep. friend Kelsey in New York, I love you, Kelsey, for sending me this story, uh, comes from the New Yorker, and it... It uh, comes out of Georgia, okay, which is where my boyfriend is from. Right. Uh, hello, Janice. Hello, Cliff. Um, this story comes out. Hundreds of decapitated goat carcasses have turned up in the Chattahoochee River that runs through Metro Atlanta. Are they evidence of animal sacrifice, drug smuggling, or both? So wow. So this guy, uh, he says he, when he was 12, his mother, Sally Bethea, co-founder of a nonprofit, was eventually called the Chattahoochee Riverkeeper. That just sounds like a like a mythological creature yeah, up does. there with the chupacabra. Sure. Um, they had a formed this uh, thing to keep the bodies of water bodies of water to protect the 435 mile river that flows across northeast Georgia and goes into the Gulf of Mexico. 
uh, now there's all these waterkeeper groups around the world, and uh, yeah, they've hold on. They hold on to these positions as the waterkeepers. Now, after this guy's mom retired, uh, and he became the riverkeeper, assuming all boat-related duties. One October, a few years ago, he took three of the group's donors, all women in middle age, on a two-hour tour of the river that included a stretch ten miles west of downtown Atlanta, where the Chattahoochee. I always think of Alan Jackson. Uh, passes a Six Flags theme park. You know, that tracks of course. Uh, and goes under an I-20 bridge. Ulseth had boated it a hundred times before, but this time, he told me recently, I saw something white off on the side of the bridge. He pulled the boat over to the bank. There were eight or nine baby decapitated goats just floating in the water. Oh. The ladies flipped their shit. So now this is kind of going into like, this has been popping up. So they got out of there. They, uh, I guess they went and told people what they had seen. Uh, they marked the beginning of the Chattahoochee's headless goat era. They found them there pretty much every single time they'd go out since that boat ride. Just bodies, never heads, sometimes dozens. Uh, in the roughly four years since that day, he's found around 500 decapitated goats in the Chattahoochee. Wow. A lot about living in a little about goats. Um... <laughs> So now there's this is a thing. Headless goats. What do we think? Are we thinking Satan? Uh, no, I think uh, someone's got a real hankering for goat's head soup. I think they are starting to go goat's head soup. Wait, you being uh, serious? Restaurant? No. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm the last person to, to be. It's definitely Satanists because it's like the real Satanists are just. People who are in, it's almost like a joke cult where they just don't believe in anything. Yeah, they paint their houses black. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they're like, we don't believe in God or Satan. The yeah. whole idea, the mythos is stupid. Yeah. But it's like, because when it comes down to it, it's like, oh, you're a Satanist, so you're going to get great things on earth, but mm. then eventually you'll burn the rest of eternity. It's a terrible deal. Yeah. That no one would take. Right. So, yeah, but there are some loons out there. I mean, what? Just the heads. Mm -hmm. You're not even cooking the meat. It's delicious. You know what, I think? what do you think? Voodoo. Yeah? Oh, I hope it's voodoo. Oh, maybe like voodoo. Santeria. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, something yeah. like you know, yeah, have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah. that like TikTok trend where it's like Satanus Lucifer? Like I think it's like something yeah. like that. I think there's some weird Chattahoochee swamp people out there. Yeah. Um, it might be Theo Vaughn. Uh, but I, I think there's being, like, you know, some swamp critters out there just being like, we got to get another goat, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. their sober October is a little different than ours, it, you know? They got to, you know, fill the time. Uh, but uh, so one theory about the headless goats of the Chattahoochee focuses on the Afro-Caribbean religious tradition, Santeria. You're right. Also known as uh, Lacumi and La Reg God, I sound like the worst Spanish teacher. La Regla de Ocha. <laughs> uh, the practice sometimes involves animal sacrifice. A similar theory was floated several years ago when numerous goat heads turned up and around Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Mm. In both cases, no one had established a definitive connection, at least not publicly. So, who knew? Wow. People are associating it with like Mexican drug cartels. Mm. Uh, they involve the spiritual world in their activities. Oh, well, that's good. Sure. The drug cartel has a spiritual side. Um, 
So uh, then uh, someone told this guy that all these goats were turning up. He says, I'm seeing more and more of the drug traffickers using Santeria for protection over the last couple of years, he said. But that's a lot of goats. A lot of goats. That would mean they're moving a lot of drugs along that highway. That's the new barometer for telling. (laughs) Not a lot of trucks are are getting uh, stopped. (laughs) So many dead goats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that man, is... and he's poor. Imagine the person that just like owns a goat farm, and they're like, they're all gone. Oh God, what yeah. What the hell? Oh. I mean, you have to sit out there with your gun yeah. in your rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn, Santorians. <laughs> well, and you wouldn't even. I mean, you. Wouldn't... It's just sublime. They're yeah. like, I don't practice Santeria. Okay. Except for now. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do love that. I, I mean, I, I think it's awful, but I do think that's like such a weird. Oh, yeah. That's such an extreme. I need the blood of a goat. Yeah. It's and always the blood of a goat. When it's just like, it's just, it's so sloppy. Mm-hmm. I just got to cut the head off and throw this in the river. I know. Like floating. Yeah. Imagine you're just taking a nice boat ride or you're fishing or something. Just you're like, like all these oh. dead goats. I know. This water tastes coppery. <laughs> oh. I always hate the waste of a goat, you know? Yeah. I mean, at least feed it to like a T-Rex or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I do love, I thought that was like really getting into like That's a good spooky, spooky season. So do you have any, like, what is your favorite Halloween? Do you have like a favorite Halloween movie? Oh, Since God. it is October. Boy, that's hard. That's hard to say. Uh, you know, the boring answer would probably be Halloween. Okay. It's just so good. Yeah. Are you um, going to watch Halloween Ends? Did you watch Halloween Kills? Yes. Ugh. Not the 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 Halloween. It's becoming laughable. Great, but that second one, I can't get through it. Yeah. Oh wait. I tried right. watching it twice. It was or, Halloween, then Halloween Kills, Halloween and then Kills. Halloween. Halloween Kills. Yeah. I tried watching on a plane a couple times. I couldn't. On a plane, you're just, that guy. Where I'm just like, I can't. Can I buy you a drink? I, I <laughs> can you please get me something to drink? No, what? I'm watching Halloween Kills. No, can you, I'm, wa- I'm watching this movie I don't like. <laughs> uh but God, let me try to think of. I I I have said Pumpkinhead. I like Pumpkinhead. Ooh, Pumpkinhead's a dark one. It's, it, when it's it's very autumnal, mm. you know, this, and it never is not. Even though it's sunny during the day there, mm-hmm. like uh, well, of course, sunny during the day. That's when it's sunny. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 sunshiny uh, during the day shots. But it still feels like it's autumn. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like he only comes out for this demon of vengeance for. But it's like it's not set technically on Halloween, but. I still feel it feels Halloweeny to me. It feels fall. Yeah, exactly. You don't like scary, scary. You want it to be a seasonal scare. Well, I, it doesn't. It doesn't. I did, I love scary, scary too. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, what's what's Halloween? You know, trick or treat's really good. Trick or treat's fun. You know. Um, uh, uh, yeah. What about you? I think mine. I mean, I like. I like. I love a vast genre of horror films, but I mm. feel like my favorite to within like the past 10 or so years was definitely The Strangers with Liv Tyler and uh, Scott Speedman. Was it Scott Speedman? I can't remember. The Strangers though, but it's Mm -hmm. what like the whole story. It just goes awry. so good. From the beginning of the scene, it's this guy, this this boyfriend and girlfriend Mm -hmm. and it's a failed proposal. Like the whole family was there. It was a surprise. They set up this Airbnb with like congrats and champagne and bubbles and bathtub beads and all this other shit. And she said no. And they get there and they're like, well, we have to stay here because like my parents bought this place for us. So they're just, it's just uncomfortable from the get go. Yep. And then all of a sudden, they start hearing noises. They get a knock on the door. Is Tamara home? It's like three in the morning. There's some yeah. girl. They took the light bulb out of the front porch. And then 
home invasion. So that good. it's just so good, so suspenseful. And then the descent uh, oh, is one God. of my favorites the as well. Is so good, yeah. If you hate small crawl spaces. And lesbians. I think it's a lesbian <laughs> spelunking trip. And, you know, Probably we it. need more of that. Melissa yeah. Etheridge leads the pact of a dynamic force yeah. mm -hmm. through the caves of, yeah. of, of like the, the Appalachian. <laughs> yeah. I will say the, the, that the Strangers takes me back because that was 2009. Mm -hmm. And um, I was friends with a, uh, an actress named Magena Tova, who uh, has been in a bunch of stuff. And she and I pitch to uh funnier die this video and they shot it for us and it was it was like watching the, like we watched the strangers and my first thought was like wait they weren't drunk at all like they came from a party they came from like oh yeah you know? good call and so it was like what was and it, i think it was like actually a wedding wasn't it and he proposed like at the wedding or something like that it was something, it was like, something like that, that. Like yeah. a celebration it was some and yeah so in ours, they we we just come stumbling in, and they try to do this scary shit, and we just can't stop laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, the "Fuck is Tamra? Who are is 3M? What is this?" And then I, you know, she gets mad because I'm hitting on the on the girls yeah. with the mask. Yeah, I'm like, why are you wearing a mask? You have a weird face. You know, you want to kiss. You know, and like, and it's just it just doesn't work for them. Oh, uh, and she keeps. They should have been. Like, the guy comes in. You know that scene where she's like in the kitchen and you see someone. <gasps> she looks over and she sees him and she just starts laughing. Yeah. Like, what is that mask? Yeah. What's this like? What is this pumpkin yeah. head? Like, like scarecrow mask. But I mean, I think that's the thing too. That I'm not gonna like give anything away. But at the end. I loved the last shot oh because God. you're just like, it's... oh, the sun's out. Yep. And you're like, oh, then it must be over because scary stuff happens at night. And you're oh. like, nope. The Ugh. darkest moment is right there. Why are you doing this? Because you were home. Yeah. Ugh. So evil. So good. Well, yeah. here's something that's even more terrifying. Oh, Butterboards are taking over TikTok. Oh, no. Have you heard about this nope. bullshit? I thought, okay. I thought that was an unbaked pizza when I saw it. Yes, no, it is not. It's butter. A butter board is the next charcuterie board trend, wrote a food blogger named Justine Doron. Sure. Uh, don't quote me on it, <laughs> she says. But if it happens, then you can quote me on it. Wow, thanks, Fair. Justine. Sure. A few days later, she posted videos illustrating the concept on both TikTok and Instagram. A little over two weeks and 8.3 million TikTok views later. Wow. I'm quoting it. Uh, butterboards are everywhere. So what is a butterboard, you ask? A butterboard is softened butter spread out artfully on a wooden board and then covered in delicious things. Wow, thanks. Thanks for the vagueness. I know. Um, you can dip bread into butter. Uh, this made it on Good Morning America. She said that this really isn't how we should be serving it. It should be spread on bread with a knife like, you know, butter. Yes. So they're making charcuterie board styles, uh, but just throwing butter all over it. Right. You can add garlic, vegetables, rosemary, pine nuts, all that shit. Sure. And people are coming over to parties and stuff and dipping their bread into the butterboard and then wow. eating it, which I think is just unsanitary. Oh yeah. And, and it, it be another thing if, if like, this is how uh, the, the butter comes to your table and it's mm -hmm. got like little bits of garlic and it, but it's not a flat thing. And you're like, Oh, using a knife. But yeah. it's like when it's just on a board in front of all the animals. Yeah. People animals at the, people at the party drinking wine yeah. champagne and someone's just like ooh, and like and you know you know that's that person that's just like i i don't eat carbs uh, i won't nope. eat the bread i'll just dip my gross uh, hoof in it yep oh uh, my goat hoof yep 
Uh, I know. Yeah. Wait, Tom, didn't you just come back from the bathroom? Yeah. Ugh. Uh-huh. Gross. I came straight from mountain climbing. Oh, sick. Just filthy hands. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yes. No. And now uh, I read this this morning as there is a group of people now saying, please don't do butterboards because they are unsanitary. Yeah. We just had a fucking pandemic for two years. Right. Quit dipping your fingers in shit. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> They told him not to do the butterboard challenge, and also um, that now, because all these Beckys are making butterboards, <laughs> sure. they're they're now worried about a butter shortage. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because like, unless you're just or not, sorry, not butter shortage. Now the prices of butter are getting more expensive. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just you're throwing away two thirds of that butterboard. Yeah. You're throwing it away. You're just going to scrape it off because you're like, oh, everyone put their fingers in this. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no. And if you have so a kid bad. and you're setting up the butterboard, like for the party and your kid runs by and they're like, mommy, and like smears no. the wall, and you smears you, a mirror. If you have like a cheese spread, you don't dump that cheese spread on the board and spread it around Mm-mm. and go, you just dip your bread in the cheese. It's Sick. spread all over the place. Sick. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. It's just, I think it's awful. So bad. But it also reminds me of that video from like a couple years ago where there was like, there was like that little gay kid. He was like, I don't know if you remember it or if, if you even saw it, but he was like from Sweden or like Denmark or Norway, some Viking town. Sure. <laughs> and he was like, please stop. He was like, we have no butter here. Please, we need butter, but there's no butter. Just look it up. Just Google it. Stuff okay, will come okay, up. Okay. Just like kid, like butter, missing butter. Butter kid. Butter kid, yeah, and he'll pop up. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was awful. But we have a couple more topics. Are you good on time? Yeah, I'm great. Okay, I'm perfect. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paris Fashion Week happened. Okay. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. No. Bella Hadid had a spray-on Caperni dress, what? which this was the coolest thing. And I honestly, I wanted to hate it so much. Okay. But I loved it. I okay. thought it was so cool. So last Friday, Bella Hadid closed the French label Caperni's Spring Summer 23 show with a dress that was sprayed on in front of a live audience. Whoa. The supermodel walked out onto the runway wearing nothing but nude underwear before uh, Manuel Torres, the creator of the patented spray-on technology. Um, And then two scientists popped up out of nowhere and applied a misty liquid that transformed almost instantly into a wearable material. It is so cool. I'm wondering if we could even like watch it or like even, or like just see what the dress looked like. Did we, did we see it? I mean here, yeah. Can you click on that? Just to get, get, give you a feeling for it. Okay, so here she comes. And I want you to tell me what you think it reminds you of. Just shellacked. Sprayed directly onto her body. And then boom. And they cut her. And then they cut it all around. They give her like a top and then cut a slit in the front and boom walks that's, and it is okay, it is incredible. so good um yeah and I mean, then I, you know I, I, ro- I, yeah i fully fully expecting it just like i'm walking and i'm i'm painted but i'm naked right 
you know? Yeah, well, she came out, like, naked, and you're just kind of like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And then, like, they come out there and just spray it, and it's, like, it's wearable, and it gave me, like, a very sci-fi. It gave me, like, mm. Westworld vibes. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. And I thought it was I thought it was kind of amazing. And then, so I think that was the best part. And then we had, like, Kanye West, and he shows up at this, like, opens the Balenciaga show in, like, a mud trench. Yeah. <sighs> And then didn't he, well, was it where the same event he where he wore uh, White Lives Matter? Oh no, it wasn't the same event, but yeah, it was a different I, event. I, it was it was a, it was a fashion thing. That yeah, he wore that sure, too, I know. Yeah, and him and Candace Owens, that old chestnut. Yes, sure. Uh, but yeah, no. Also, I wanted to say this too that Bella's sister Gigi mm. uh, just went on to Kanye's uh, Instagram and was like, "This is hurting people. What you're doing? You're trying to be like this, like." quote quote genius she's like no you're a bully like cut it out i'm yeah. like good for you the hadid sisters stick together that's right on so i thought that was pretty cool now lena dunham yes that is lena dunham yep that's her slammed for saying she wants her casket driven in a pride parade <laughs> now uh, she's facing ma major backlash after publicly stating that she wants her coffin to be driven in the New York City Pride Parade when she dies. When I go, I want my casket to be driven through the New York City Pride Parade with a plaque that reads, She wasn't for everyone, but she was for us. The girls alum 36 tweeted, uh, asking, who can arrange? Which I think is like, what are you planning this? Like, yeah, it's a whole lot. <sighs> that, that tweets that tweets a, a whole bunch and a whole lot. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot assumed there, and hey, you know, speaking a, as an ally, mm -hmm. you know, if I may, kind of being like, uh, you know, you, hey, you know, I'm all about you, and I'm on your side. How about, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. So a great deal of assumption. But this is what one of the one of the comments that came back and said maybe they should just drive your casket around in the bus like the one you threw the LGBTQIA sex workers under. One person tweeted referring to the time Dunham said she was against the decriminalization of sex work. Uh, and then wow. people are like, we don't claim you. Yep. But also, like, is it a float? <laughs> well, and why? Why would you want? It's just, I don't think that, anyone would I don't care. care who is in the thing that's dead. It's going to bring people down. Mm -hmm. you, you can't have a dead body. In, right. In the, in the <laughs> There's that. You know, <laughs> it's a it's a pride of celebration. It's pride. And then it's dead joy. dead girl from dead, girls. Dead <laughs> glass. You can see through it. Lifeless face. It's like you don't want that. A new cannibal who Does, just watched Dahmer's like. No, it doesn't no, no, no. matter who it. If you like, ima imagine, ima oh, we have we have five dead bodies mm -hmm. of uh, Stonewall survivors that right. were there the yeah. night up. No, no, we're gonna fly like a, a a flag with their faces. We're not going to drag their bodies. <laughs> Let them rest. It's just like so weird. It's just like I mean. Even if even if she kind of was like, I want to be in the pride parade and I want my Just own ask float. someone to be in it while you're alive. Someone will bring you on their float. Oh, my you know, God. But someone... also, I think if people like let here's the here's what you do as someone who's been on multiple gay pride floats. You experience it. Yeah. You go try it out while you're alive. Right. Because the part about the thing about being on a, a pride float, especially like when you're, it's a lot. 
Yes. It's a tedious day. Like you're in the sun, you got to wear SPF, you got to hydrate. Right. You got to get ready for like sudden stops and yeah, and then you yeah, pick yeah. up again, there might be choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know you got to be on that float, and then you're looking, and most people aren't, like, glammed up. They're in, like, you know, I got a hat on, my, my sunglasses on, I'm in a, a, a whatever organization is sponsoring this floats t-shirt sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. And then you're waving at people, and people are just looking at you like, yeah, hi. Ooh, like, yeah. they're not like, oh, my God, Lena Dunham. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, they don't care. No, yeah. Do you think they're going to care? Like, literally, you could be in a coffin— and no one's going to know because there's going to be two hunky go-go dancers on top of that casket dancing yeah. to Cannibal by Kesha. Sure. <laughs> They're not going to know. And, and, and I'm, I'm still I'm visualizing the request. Now, of course, this is a tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just uh, it's, it's her, OK. It's her coffin. Yes. Festooned with flowers of every color. Um, but on the side, it says in this big banner. She wasn't for everyone. She wasn't for everyone. She was, was all caps for us. us. And 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 let's say that was me in the coffin. I wrote that. I'm not allowed to write that. He wasn't for everyone, but he was for us. Says I him. was for you. <laughs> I was for you. You're not allowed to do that. If someone says it about you when you're dying, if I'm on my deathbed and a gay friend says that, and I'm like, thanks, Dave. You know, that's sweet. Yeah. It's just she she's inviting herself to, to someone's wedding yeah. that she's not related to. She's going up to like a couple and going like, your wedding's going to be so hot. And they're like, thank you. And she's like, where's my invitation? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. She's the, I'm going. Yeah. You know? Yes. She's the girl yeah. at the, uh, the wedding reception who gets up, clanks her glass, and she's like, can I have everyone's attention? Who's that? Do you know who that is? It's me, Lena Dunham. Why is she here? I didn't believe in this relationship at first, you... but a lot of people did it. That wait, hold on, a lot of people didn't believe in this relationship, but you know who did? Me. You... <laughs> and everyone's like, I didn't invite. Did you invite Sit her? The fuck down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put extra cayenne in her pasta. She's allergic. Um. <laughs> so yes, I just, I just, I think it's this is just so I, stupid. It's a reach. I, it's a, re- it's a, it's reach. a reach. It's a lot of chutzpah. Yeah. It's really a, a, a it's a, gr- it's a great deal. Of, I mean, it's enchantingly entertaining because it's a great deal of, of just assumption. Yeah. It's a great deal of, I mean, you know, you know how much I'm for you, you people. Uh, wh- you know, what do like, you mean by you people? You see what I mean? It's just like that. It's, like, it's as bad as me saying yeah, that. Yeah. You know? I love the gays and your you, butt stuff. You guys. Wait a minute. They're, we're more than that. No, you're not. Come on. You dance. You sing. That's all you do. If, uh, if, uh, if, uh, if I were gay, uh, would you want to have sex with me? No. Deal with your demons. God. You're a four. Jesus. Yeah. Um, this, this, oh, th- and this is why bros failed at the box office. You know, I th- oh. <laughs> Now you wanted to talk about, uh, before we go, you wanted to talk about Amsterdam and uh, what oh, is it? Oh, Don't oh. worry, darling. I, I just I just punched out a list. Why of every things. movie sucks now? Just, just how I haven't seen either one. Uh-huh. They're, they're both very hyped up and people are like, they're both terrible. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, but I got nothing. From yeah. either one. So. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Bros either, and yeah. I felt really bad because I had Guy Branham on. But I'm like, yeah. I have to work opening weekend. Yeah, I have to do my shit. Well, and it's like it's, 
<clears throat> I feel like it was up against on an, an impossible expectation mm-hmm. because you had you had uh, you know Billy Eichner who's very popular uh, among some. Yeah, I think he's great. Yeah, but it's like you know he's being. They're like, well, he's super famous, and then but it's like, yeah, but and then you have Judd Apatow who you know. Has has made some hits and made some misses. Yeah, and it's just kind of where it's just, just just the the weight of it being like it's it's the first mainstream male yeah. gay rom com. Okay, and it Why didn't did you... do. It was like yeah. it was number two. It's yeah. like, oh no, I know. Like, you know, so like, <laughs> you know, I know you're getting where you're like it it failed, but I'm kind of it's one of those things where I'm just like you you that kind of thing you have to give time yes for people to discover i it. agree especially after the, and that's what i'm saying it's like not star wars i, I get not it the it's, exactly it's not infinity war but right. it will be one that we will be fighting for infinity <laughs> um uh, but i do think it was a little i thought it was a little like mm, of, of billy's like tweets and being like this is your fault and you should oh, have I, didn't shown know, up. I didn't know any of this but i also agree oh. with him okay. in the sense of like yes if you are an ally and if you are those group of girls who are like yes my gay friends y'all should have shown up that's true go with your guy friends and that's sit true. there have a girls night yeah but you know i will eventually watch it i'm sure. i i, I I, I know they wanted it to be like the number one movie in America is right. Bros. You know they yeah. wanted they wanted that, but it's like you know some people aren't going to movie theaters since twenty twenty. It's, a hard, a lot, it's, it's hard. It's the hardest. It's the hardest time for all of us. Yeah, it's the hardest time to get butts and seats if you're a comedian. It's the hardest mm-hmm. time. I mean, to sell I, tickets to a movie. It's the hardest time to get people to watch your fucking TV show. Yes, if you have one. yes. Everything yeah. is. So much it's mu- more difficult. So much. It's like, what are you watching? Everyone's like, well, I'm watching this, and you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. You gotta. It's like, okay, a lot. Ah, yeah. But I, I, I do. I, I'm happy. I'm, I'm so glad that it's out there in the canon of film. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, I understand the disappointment, but at the same time, it's, it's. Again, there's, there's, it's like there's a whole bunch of shit to watch. You yeah. know, people are catching up on stuff. People are catching up on life, and you know, I, I get it. You know, I don't want to say that it was particularly homophobic. Hmm. I'm sure in some cases it was. With online, like the Rotten Tomatoes and thing, where they, people are, are putting like one star, one star, oh, one star. Oh, for sure, which is like for the, sure. The incels and shit. But overall, the reviews were great, yeah. you know, and yeah. and it's like, sure, then have it have it be like a little sleeper hit. I was like, Hocus Pocus bombed in the theaters, but it's still a cult classic yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and people- And I have not seen Hocus Pocus 2 yet. I'm sorry, Bette Midler, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> You're a terrible witch's ally. I know. But we'll end on this because you know what movie will not bomb. Okay. Get ready, Matt, because Christmas is coming early with Lindsay Lohan's holiday film. Hot dog. I know. Uh, Netflix chose October 3rd, which was Mean Girls Day. We're still doing that. Okay. To drop more information about Lindsay Lohan's uh, upcoming Christmas movie. Uh, that day is because, yeah, it's Mean Girls Day. In a now famous scene, the movie, okay, now they're talking about October 3rd. If you don't know what October 3rd is, then, like, you're in a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, her Netflix film, Falling for Christmas, has Lohan starring as hotel heiress Sierra. Uh... <laughs> a woman whose new engagement goes off the rails when she gets into a skiing accident that leaves her with total amnesia. What? Oh my god, it's overboard for the slopes. I love it. Yeah, it's off a cliff. Yeah, oh god. Well, that's her career. But now she's back. Luckily, Sierra finds herself in the care of a blue-collar widower. I'm in Court yep. Overstreet from Glee. 
and his precocious daughter in the days leading up to Christmas, according to the streaming giant, according to press notes for the film. It's the first Netflix project for Lohan, and she describes her character as extravagant, temperamental, and glamorous. It's such a refreshing, heartwarming, romantic comedy, and I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm doing this complete, completely wrong. It's such a refreshing, heartwarming, romantic comedy, and I miss doing those kinds of movies. <laughs> she said during an interview at the recent Too Dumb fan event, and this movie comes out falling for Christmas, November 10th on Netflix, and I cannot wait. That is magnificent. And it, it you know, the, the thing I've always said is like as much as superhero movies uh, definitely are annoying with how unrealistic they are, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, uh, it's when people are like they're, they're fake they're so false movies are fake it's like not as fake as any Christmas movie they make for Christmas when they show they're in a, a, a small town where the uh, independent bookstore thrives yes and um, there's no meth and every, <laughs> you know it's just like everyone is, it, everyone is until just, Lindsay Lohan shows up you'd be, and yeah and she's and she's like she's like I should be in more like this is this is the heartland. This is how people live, and it's and that's bullshit. LA is just so much right now, and it's the same people that are like Wakanda is so fake. There could never be a Wakanda. It's mm -hmm. like any of these towns and any of these Christmas things is way way less realistic than but Wakanda. But it's so much fun. I mean, it, look yeah, at don't, it. Don't, don't I get me wrong. Everyone's in flannel. It's a fantasy. Yeah, the absolutely. hair is on point. Lindsay's working. Yeah, you know, of course it's not real. I mean, what what? <laughs> What manner of sassy middle-aged woman will she meet along the way? Who Court gives over her, street. Gives her life lessons and, and constantly asks for wine. A, a, a fucking newly widowed hot guy. Oh, it'll be named this Court guy. Over street. Now, here's the thing. Court over street hasn't done really that much since Glee. But I'm wondering okay. if this was like, well, Court, you booked it. And he's like, yes, I did it. I'm going to be in a holiday movie. Who's my leading lady? Sit down, Court. We have a lot to discuss. Um, it's Lindsay Lohan. You got to do. You got to do the. Uh, you got to do the, the, the agent flip. Well, see, a lot of what's happening right now are what you call rebirths, right? Now, uh, you have all kinds of celebrities who might have not fallen their way, but mm -hmm. they're still a name, right? And that is worth its weight in gold. Cord. Now, yes. your name is not a name yet, yeah. but I think if we put you with a name, we can make you a name. Yeah. Okay. Me and the guys. Guys, can you come in? You remember. But one of the UTA partners. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Jay, we met right? at that Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. now Jay uh, has worked with, you know, I could go on and on about the names, but here's a sheet with all of them. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to be working with Lindsay Lohan. Wait. Now, before you say anything, sure. before you say anything, I th it'll, it's just a lot of that, <laughs> where it's like not even letting him talk. And he's like, but... Hold, no, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is she still doing the reality <laughs> she show? She lives her, in Dubai. About her, her beach service? No, that failed horribly. Uh, they, she just kind of picked it up and left. Uh, she married. She just recently got married. She lives in Dubai. So she doesn't throw beach parties for money anymore? No, no. And before you say anything, the show is not called White Christmas, okay? They already had that. Oh, okay. But it is called Falling for Christmas, where she falls off a cliff, completely sober, by the way. Oh, Okay. Is she though? Is that the twist? No, I okay. think yeah, she fell down a slope. Mm, no, I think I I think falling for Christmas. <laughs> if you put falling for Christmas and Lindsay Lohan together for me, I I think of it as like a uh, uh, a horrible Christmas party gone awry. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that 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 was the original draft. Yeah, before it. It made it to Netflix. She blacks out. There's meth. Dina Lohan, her mom, shows up saying like, hey, can I bomb a couple dollars? If she steered into that mm -hmm. and her, she pitched that, like, mm -hmm. I, I black out and I wake up at this dude's house. And it's when, you know, and it, and it's like, then she's like, I realize I should get my life together. Yeah. I'm drinking too much. I'm 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm erasing memories from my brain. I'm getting so fucked up. You know, something like that. They'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. That would go, that would, that would go huge. That would be straight Dahmer. My, it would be, it would be <laughs> as big as Dahmer. You go to Dahmer's house. I really should really, uh, it smells like pork chops in here. I should really, uh, get my life together. Uh, I think there's three torsos and a vat of acid Is that in the how corner. He chose to change. Oh wait, he never. No, he, was he never did. Yes. Well, buddy, I love you. Thank you, you so too, much buddy. for coming today. Thank you for having me. Make sure to check out Matt Bronger's special, Doug, October sixth on Moment. It's Moment. On Moment.co. Uh, they basically host events. Uh, they do like massive bands do live stuff on. Cool. I'm one of the first comics who's like, I'm gonna uh, premiere my special there, and, and that's where it's gonna live. And so you basically October sixth. Uh, you pay a couple bucks, and uh, we're going to do – I'll be watching the first one, not with you, no commentary, but, yeah. like, afterward, I'll, I'll do a little thing, like a and a if people want to join. And then after that, it's available for weeks. Good, you good, can just good. download it whenever you want. Yes, because so, he yeah. is truly one of the funniest and nicest guys you, uh, in comedy, and I'm so glad you could be here. Also, follow him on social media. Anything else you would like that, to – That's it, yeah. Yeah. MattBronger.com slash tour if you want to see me out in your neck of the woods. All right. All right. And uh, as always, we will see you guys next time. Make sure to follow Emerson Collins as well. Well, on Instagram at Emerson Collins or actually Emerson, you'll you know how to find people. Um, and also make sure I have a deal this month with Cozy Earth. CozyEarth.com, they're back. And uh, right now, if you use code forty Justin four zero J U S T I N, you will get forty percent off your final order. Make sure you go get that because fall is here, and you will thank me. Trust me, I love them. Four years, four years in a row, Oprah's favorite things. Nice. CozyEarth.com. All right. You're welcome. Use that promo code. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Bye. Bye.